One of the biggest news in Metaverse for 2023 was when Microsoft shut down Altspace VR. Altspace VR was our original campus for VR Church. It's where this whole journey started. And we were pretty bummed when it shut down. We kind of saw the writing on the wall. And then people were asked, what is our next move? Well, it was something we've had on our sites for a long time. And that is called Rec Room, the dark horse of the Metaverse. We'll be right back. I'ma get it how I wanna get it, you don't get it. I can do anything, I don't gotta limit. I'ma make my mind up, I'm committed. It might take some time, I take a minute. I won't give up, I don't give in a shit. I do what I want, what I wanna do it. Call it a power or call it a gift. I call it persistence or driving some wind. Oh. Welcome to the Future of the Church is the Metaverse podcast. My name is DJ Soto, one of the leaders at VR MMO Church, and I'm with Alice. Uh, from the UK as well as Coldest from Spain, and I want to welcome them to the podcast as they help me host. Uh, what's up, everybody? Alice Coldest, what's good? Alice, what's How's going on in your part of the world? It's a bright and sunny Sunday afternoon, uh, and not much is going on this afternoon. It's always a bit quiet between this time, so great time to do a podcast. Oh, awesome. And uh, you're going to be coming over the pond very soon. you got have a little trip to uh, Canada for some art. That sounds pretty awesome. Yes, yeah. The Arts University there, they've offered me a four-week placement type thing over there with some projects. Wow. First time in the North America. Yes, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And Coldest, uh, what's going on in Spain? How are things? How's the weather? How's the food? Uh, the food is great as always. <laughs> Way better than in the than in the UK or in the US also. <laughs> And, would you like to fight that? Would, would you want to fight oh, that? Oh yeah, every, every day I, I, I do. <laughs> I had marmite on toast this morning and it was splendid. Oh, was it, did you have it with tea? Did you have I tea? I did have it? a cup of tea actually. Did, <laughs> of course, of course you did, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> <That's what laughs> well, today's episode is about VR Church's uh, new church and also not new church in Rec Room. And we talked about in the intro where uh, for the longest time we've been in alt space, we've been in VR chat. At one point we were in Rec Room and some of the leaders that were part of that uh, moved on. So we haven't been back in Rec Room since then. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more detail about what led up to our transition into Rec Room, which is, a, by the way, just right off the bat, I think it's a fantastic platform uh, during the break uh, or at the intro. I mentioned it was a dark horse. And then during the break, um, Alice and Coldus were like, what do you mean? Is that like the black sheep? So we kind of talked about how Dark Horse is this une unexpected winner. Uh, you just wouldn't have expected something from this platform to be the best. And frankly, I think it is the best uh, metaverse platform out there. And I know that the, me the term metaverse has all types of definitions and people are defining it in so many ways. But I'm simply talking about it from a VR social experience. That's fundamentally how I view the metaverse, through virtual reality, social interactions, worlds to explore, worlds to build. Um, there's a whole idea of, of blockchain and crypto and all that around that. But right now, that's kind of how I'm defining it and how I look at it. I'm sure those blockchain things will come later. So we're going to talk about Rec Room. You know, the, the, uh, it's really amazing. We'll talk about the really cool things about it, maybe the not so cool things about it, um, some of the challenges, some of the pros, um, how our transition has been as a church to move our main campus, which was in Microsoft's alt space all these years, over to Rec Room. And what's that been like? And I know some people um, and many churches that were involved in alt space perhaps are looking for a new platform. I think many went to big screen, uh, which is like a, and by the way, this isn't a critical thing. This is kind of like a question mark. I don't view big screen 
as a uh, engaging platform, but I'm sure it's it, it could serve some purposes depending on your person, you know, uh, depending on your particular vision. So, anyways, we'll talk about all that. And we'll do that after the sponsor break. Thank you to our sponsors, Digivangelism, as well as churchblock.io. We'll be right back. If you find your faith community's online presence too confusing and time-consuming to manage alone, look no further than Digivangelism. Digi helps progressive leaders of spiritual communities share hope, healing, and light online through digital ministry consulting, website building, and education. They also have a new digital ministry training hub where you can access exclusive workshops, screen share walkthroughs of various online platforms, their entire digital communications review course, and space to ask experts questions for future videos. Visit digivangelism.org for a $7 all-access trial of the training hub and see how Digi can help you better share hope, healing, and light online. The pandemic has catapulted the church into a forward-thinking ministry. Ten years ago, churches were pondering whether they should have a YouTube page. Now, almost every church on the planet is live-streaming via YouTube. The church is once again at the precipice of a new technological wave called blockchain. Blockchain is the underlying technology for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all other forms of digital currency. Millennials and Gen Z are adopting blockchain tech for everyday life. From investing, buying real estate, and even receiving payments for services. According to a report by Morning Consult, 57% of all crypto adopters are millennials and 13% are Gen Z. In light of these questions, churchblock.io was created to provide answers. Churchblock is a customized solution for ministry leaders seeking answers and opportunities in this paradigm shift. Email info at churchblock.io for a free consultation or visit churchblock.io to learn more. All right, welcome back. Thank you, Digi, as well as Church Block, uh, for your sponsorships. Um, Coalist analysis, just a jump uh, head first. Let's just dive right into the topic of our transition from Altspace VR over to Rec Room, these metaverse platforms, these virtual reality social experiences. And just to give uh, our listeners uh, just a quick overview, uh, VR Church was started in 2016 in Altspace VR. Um, at the time, it was just a startup company. It wasn't owned by anybody and almost shut down because of lack of funding. And then Microsoft came in, bought it up, and kept it going for all these years. And we've had a great and amazing, all the just a beautiful journey, all the positive things you can think of um, about Altspace VR. Uh, not without its challenges and not without you know things that we would have hoped would have been improved. But overall, it was just a solid entry into VR social experiences. It wasn't perfect. It had bugs. It had glitches. It had maybe some limiting technology. Oftentimes in my conversations with leaders or with individuals, I say that um, Altspace might have been in that era of, of the metaverse 2016 to 2023 was like the MySpace era of the metaverse. Something that had a, a vision of things to come, but wasn't quite exactly it. And so even in Altspace, as, as amazing as it was to begin and to cultivate, it just wasn't the thing. And so, as, as a matter of fact, back in the fall of 2022, before Altspace even announced they were shutting down, we started having conversations behind the scenes with our leaders saying, hey, do we put our energies into something that we believe has more of a future. We were just wondering about if we're just going to be transparent throughout this this uh, podcast, you know. We just didn't feel like Altspace had a future back in in the past year. 
Um, the the technology seemed limited. It didn't seem like it was moving forward. And I think that what was built was um, built at a time that perhaps didn't consider things that were coming in the future. So um, even as back as the you know this past year before 2023, we were having the conversations and about should we switch over from alt space to rec room. And Rec Room really is the, is the conversation today. And Alice is a Rec Room master. Coldest is one of the Rec Room builders. And we're going to kind of pick their brain about it. But I'm just giving a little uh, kind of uh, prehistory kind of leading up to this point. And it was, it was, it was honestly a, a little bit of a back and forth between our leaders saying, man, we shouldn't leave all space because it's, you know, where, uh, where our uh, campus is, our main campus, our main experience. But it was also the same we were kind of going back and forth because we also felt like we needed to move into rec room with more energy than um, than we had there in, in in the past than we currently had. We don't have a, we didn't have a church in there. We kind of dabbled in alt space, or excuse me, dabbled in rec room, and so um, we had that conversation going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then ultimately, I think Microsoft made it easy for us to decide when they announced it. We we're like, oh yeah, that's here we go, uh, full rec room like we like we were planning on like we were intending to. And so we started to make it to make that transition. And so we, we have a full podcast on uh, the alt space uh, closure. And so that's something you can go back and listen to. So we're not gonna really revisit that much. We're just going to dive right into rec room. Um, and one of the things I said earlier is I believe that rec room is the one of the dark horses of the metaverse. They're um, a unique platform. I think they're very special. They seem to be a, a very innovative, always pushing the boundaries, not afraid to experiment and try new things. Um, and uh, like anything, there's pros and cons, but we're going to get into that now. And Alice, I'm curious to you, uh, when was the first time you heard of Rec Room? Maybe you don't have to have the exact memory, but those first few times getting in there and you're an artist you're a, a world builder in the metaverse. You get into Rec Room. And as I would say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, perhaps you discovered this is the best metaverse building experience. That's what, like, when I look at it, it is. But from your perspective, what was those initial experiences like of getting into it? What'd you think? Um, and um, what, what's your perspective on, on Rec Room? Yeah, so the first time I went into Rec Room, my perspective was very, very different to what it is now. So I actually had a different account quite a few years ago before I had the Quest 2. And that account's deleted somewhere. But I didn't like it because I got in and I got swarmed in the Rec Centre, which is like the main public lobbies, by kids um, being inappropriate. So I just deleted it and didn't go back until I went in with a friend who showed me the rope, showed me how to get outfits and everything like that. And then when I really started to enjoy building was when I first signed up for a class to do it. And that's where I met some of my close friends on Rec Room and I was building on there about 3 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> so. 3 a.m. You know what? Yeah. Can, can I let me, let me stop you there real quick because you brought up something that's very important to talk about, mm -hmm. and that is like your first experience was was a negative one, right? It's maybe yeah. the rec room platform skews younger. There's probably a lot of like noisy kids running around. And you're like, I'm not going back in, and I'm I wonder if that happens more often than we realize. People hear about the metaverse, they get a VR headset, they hear about VR church or whatever, they put on the headset. Not just rec room, 
whether it's Allspace VR Chat or or, um, or Allspace VR Chat or Rec Room, they go in and undoubtedly there's a high percentage chance that your experience isn't going to be normal or <laughs> it's going to be unusual. Yeah, so that is I, true. Yeah, you feel that? Like, um, I know, I know. And I wonder if that is a – there's a couple ways to look at it. One is if you're listening to this and you haven't tried the metaverse and you're going in – Basing it off that first impression, I think, is a mistake. So let me give you an example. Uh, first time I went to New York City, uh, one of the biggest cities in, in America, and going in there was just overwhelming. The traffic, the noise, the the vibe of New York. And so uh, New York is a definitely, New York City is definitely a destination. We want to go to Times Square. We want to eat at this restaurant. And once you've gotten through that initial New York in-your-face like reaction you enjoy the space right you've you've learned you know, all right i'm gonna to have to deal with traffic okay here's an, an loud person on the corner you know you have to deal with parking and all these things and then you get to your destination and you, you enjoy the feud the music the 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 nightlife of you know new york city um, and i feel like if we could borrow that and take it to the metaverse i think there's the same thing if you're going into rec room vr chat um and just popping in for a second and you're just basing it off that initial impression and you haven't gotten to your destination, I could see people just turning around, quote unquote. And so anyways, I just wanted to stop on that point real quick, Alice, because uh, it's interesting um, as you are like pro rec room that your first initial experience was a negative one. So just wanted to, to pop on that. Um, also, or or uh, coldest, like for you, kind of the same idea. What was your first impressions getting into the space? Um, I I do share like the same the same story of uh, just going into rec room, going into VR chat, going into all space, not knowing anything about it, and just going in and just uh, you know find myself uh, surrounded by little loud kids or absolutely crazy people, and you know that that happens in in VR in every platform that does happen. Um, but definitely, um, you know, you can look, look, uh, you know, turn uh, and look um, and look another way and try to find some different things. And especially, as Alice already said, uh, going into the thing with like a friend who already knows a little bit about the thing and can show you, that is always a great idea. Definitely. Yeah, that's a that's a fantastic idea. Because same way, like I don't know that many of us at least on the U.S. side, we'd go to New York by ourselves, right? We would go with people that have been there, that know where the, where to park, know where to eat, all that. That's probably our first time in New York is with some type of assistance, whether in person or at least through, you know, written guides or something like that. And so same way um, to be able to maybe go with a, a friend, at least to get a guide, to get through the initial traffic and, and noise and into your destination to really explore you know, the city, uh, because I think just like any experience, your first impression is going to be a turnoff because there's just a lot going on. Um, and so, Alice, let's let's talk about Rec Room um, in, a, in the sense of why is it different or why is it different from Altspace and VRChat? What makes it unique? And, you know, we'll talk about the cons in a second, but let's just talk about Rec Room's uh, uniqueness. Oh, this lots of things i guess that make it unique 
Um, one thing that would differentiate it from VRChat is the avatars. And the same with how old Stace was. All the items you collect, you build your avatar over time and you win items from games and things like that. So there's that gameplay element um, and there's kind of the creative community is really big on there, which I didn't see much of it on Altspace. It was a lot more business orientated in terms of creating worlds, a lot more event based, whereas Rec Room is more kind of creative based and then play based, so like play and the creativity in terms of what forms communities um, yeah that's um yeah. that's where I, I feel like alt space or excuse me i feel like rec room was head and shoulders above alt space it was like built for games and maybe that was mm. their first um kind of like focus which i think made it better than alt space so to speak uh because mm -hmm. it, there was like purpose going into it not that alt space wasn't great but there was it wasn't designed to do anything but be in the same room together, uh, be in the same room together. But in Rec Room, uh, the design was like, let's go play games. And so it was designed and the games are really well polished. And so the experience of that, I think, creates a Rec Room very, in a very unique way. Um, and so, yeah, built for games, you can go bowling, paintballing. And I've, I've been trying to tell church leaders, like, uh, you think about having your own paintball facility your own laser tag facility. Can you imagine in the physical world being able to have a bowling alley and a paint, paintball and all these things? But in the metaverse, you can. Your, your youth group, your church can have these um, amazing facilities inside the metaverse. And so I think that's uh, particularly unique. Um, and then what's definitely head and shoulders above um, Rec Room that's above Altspace is world building. Now, in Altspace, don't get me wrong, there's some amazing world builds. Um, but you could tell there is a limit to that. So, uh, Alice, Coldest, you guys are involved in world building in Rec Room. So tell me a little bit about your experience with Rec Room. My perception is it's more difficult, but also um, more uh, more tools and resources and unlimited, so to speak. And so I want to hear from both of you about world building. Alice first and then Coldest. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot more complex. Um, but with that complexity comes more uniqueness. You can create everything how you'd want it from the ground up, basically, and you have to. And there's kind of game and programming elements within the game rather than having to bring something in. Um, so you can design everything you want within the game itself. Unlike with VRChat where you'd have a Unity project and you'd have to learn Unity and everything to bring that in. So it's kind of less complicated than that in a way, even though Rec Room are bringing Unity into it as an additional element. element. Uh, everything you'd need is in-game. <laughs> and there are limits, but they're always really pushing the limits and expanding and trying to make it so we can do more and more and more without completely crashing the headsets of everybody. <laughs> yeah. And, and I like how, at least my, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm a novice when it comes to building, but my perception is in alt space, it was a very static building experience. We place something and that's it. It seems like in Rick Room, we can, there's, with animation, with circuitry, we can just do a lot of creative things. We can move worlds. We can create unique experiences that we couldn't uh, wire into the alt space. We couldn't use circuits. We couldn't, 
um, you know, build buttons or animations. And so I think uh, the world's in Rec Room has, seems to be uh, more alive, uh, so to speak. Uh, Coldest, you're getting into to building. What's your kind of view on, on uh, Rec Room build? Yes. First of all, let me clarify. I am almost, I am also pretty novice, pretty <laughs> amateur, pretty new to the building experience. Uh, but it is it is fun indeed. And I completely agree uh, with what you said about old space. It definitely feels more static or felt more static uh, than Red Room. And also with VR chat, I guess in VR chat you are like capable of doing like anything because at the end of the day you're using well, Unity and in Unity you can build like whatever thing but still in Reg Room as Alice already said every single tool you need is already in game you don't need to be like a master at Unity you don't need to know 3D modeling everything is already there and yeah it um, can feel less powerful than, than VR chat, yeah, okay, absolutely. But it is funnier, simpler, and it also like you know the um, uh, the uh, the ink system, um, which is you know ink is what the Red Room uses to uh, limit uh, the quantity of of uh, of stuff you can put in a single word. Uh, that system uh, kind of guarantees like one single word is gonna work in Quest standalone in PC VR, it's usually not gonna be anything super crazy or fancy. And that is good because we can do whatever thing in whatever device. And with VR chat, I mean in VR chat, if you go with the quest standalone, you are pretty limited. And that doesn't happen on, on Reg Room. So I am I am absolutely loving it. It's what I'm trying to say. So Yeah, no. <laughs> And I agree with your assessment that VR chat could be more sophisticated in world building, but the world building world building is going to be outside of the platform. It's going to be done in Unity, Blender, whatever people do to make that happen in VR chat. So yes, I guess there's a there's a side to it where VR chat could be better, quote unquote. Um, but what I feel like makes uh, Rec Room better, again with quotes is the in-world building and circuitry and the games and all of, all, all of it put together seems to be more unique. Um, and so I guess it's, it's tough to compare them because it's not apples for apples, but uh, Rec Room and VRChat tend to have their own unique space in the metaverse. I don't, I don't see them as competitors. I feel like VRChat is, a, is on a league of its own, and I feel like Rec Room is on a league of its own to the degree that Rec Room is similar to Altspace, is similar to Horizons, but better than Horizons and Altspace. And a quick question for both of you, like people ask VR Church all the time, how come you guys are not in Horizons? And I'll give my answer, then you guys can chime in what you think. Uh, when I say Horizons, I'm talking about uh, metas of your social experience. Um, while it's cool, it's just not something that Rec Room can't do better at this point. Um, what do you guys view or do you agree or disagree with that point um, concerning Horizons? Where it, it just doesn't seem like our community is passionate about getting into Horizons. We, we really like Rec Room and VR Chat, um, and that seems to cover all the bases for us. Um, and Horizons doesn't seem to bring anything new to the experience. Yeah, I, I agree. And I actually, uh, you know, my opinion about Horizons is uh, what it is. Uh, but the thing is, you know, I could be 
you know, I could sit here and, and talk about, uh, you know, how Meta is such an evil company or, <laughs> or about uh, many, many things. But I just think uh, Horizons is not there. Feels like an, like an, like an alpha project, uh, like a work in progress. And, and you know, um, I have seen people trying to do like events and things on, on Horizons and just, you know, the mic's not even working, so you can't even talk to the people. And I mean, if you can guarantee that there is no platform to be hosting such a thing, I am super sorry to be saying this, <laughs> but, but I really feel yeah. it is that way. Yeah, no, no, I think it's important to this podcast for ourselves and for our listeners to be authentic, to not be, um, not hide behind interests, uh, special interests. So what I mean by that for me is I do have a relationship with Meta and we do do Metaverse stuff and I have gotten paid by them in the past, but that doesn't stop me from saying that there are better platforms than Horizons. I'll, you know, be upfront and saying that even as a, um, even with my relationship with Meta, I think they have the best VR headset. So if we wanted to come around and be like, okay, DJ, are you, are you dogging, you know, the people you have a relationship with? No, it's just an honest evaluation. If as a, uh, I'm not, I'm not an official consultant, but as a consultant in the past, if you want my honest opinion, yeah, Horizons is lacking. Um, it's, there are better experiences in Rec Room of VR chat. Um, but also, uh, you guys have the best headset. Meta does, uh, the Quest 2. Quest 3 is going to be fantastic. I have no doubt about that. And so um, there's the hardware and then the software side of it. And I think they're killing it on the hardware, no doubt. Very innovative, um, doing a fantastic job. Software side, not so much. And that's where uh, they definitely need to uh, pick up their competitiveness, their uniqueness. Um, and I, I just feel like Rec Room and VR Chat is is all that we need at this point from a social VR standpoint. And uh, But uh, Alice... I'm sure you popped in Horizons. Uh, what was oh, your yeah. thought about that? Um, so I did pop in Horizons eventually, but my initial thought, even before I got into the platform, was that I didn't like the fact that they kind of released it to the US and Canada first, and then they made other countries wait ages and ages and ages to first get in there. So it kind of became this exclusive club and when I did eventually get in there there wasn't very many there wasn't very much diversity compared to other platforms in terms of the people there uh, it was all kind of a lot of just white very English speaking Americans <laughs> which no hate against anybody like that because you are you are who you are um, but everyone kind of being the same whereas if I'm on another platform I can kind of be in a room and have somebody from every single country and every single background mm-hmm. and yep. instead of just like a little pocket of the world right. and it wasn't yeah and it's also it was only available on the quest so that's a bit annoying as well even before you get into what kind of platform it is whereas True. rec room yeah. is like available and everything <laughs> Yeah, and that's a good point to make here to emphasize to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Rec Room is available everywhere. Um, all VR headsets, Steam, Oculus, you're talking about your iPhone, smartphone, Access, a PlayStation, Xbox consoles. That's crazy. And so when you think of all the access that Rec Room provides and then some of these other platforms, um, you know, let's just take, you know, we're not trying to pick on Meta, but let's just take Horizons. It's only available on the Quest 2. That's very limiting. 
Um, and so it's just not an attractive platform to that degree. I think if it had more access, uh, we'd probably might have a different conversation. But um, and I think it's also good to stop because, you know, uh, earlier on, I talked about big screen kind of questioning that as a, a place to play in a church and social VR. And, you know, we, we question horizons. And I guess it's a good point to say that's just for us as VR MMO Church, what we are particular a vision in our particular experience that we enjoy tends to be in more rec room and, and VR chat. And so for you, maybe horizons works, you know, so definitely go for that. Maybe a big screen is what works for you. And so for your experience, maybe that is what you need to connect with. But um, for VR MMO church, um, we tend to favor the rec room and VR chat, not so much the horizon big screen. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting, interesting to see what happens in the future. We'll be right back. Thanks to our sponsors, Digivangelism and churchblock.io. Digi helps progressive leaders of spiritual communities share hope, healing, and light online through digital ministry consulting, website building, and education. Churchblock.io is providing blockchain solutions for the church. Visit churchblock.io to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about Rec Room, uh, the dark horse of the metaverse, um, and we're talking about our experience as a church in Rec Room. And uh, Allison Cole is going to dive into you know what's currently happening in the space. What are we building? What are we doing? Uh, what's the impact been on our congregation? Um, I think that it's been a, a bit of a learning curve for people to get into Rec Room because there's one negative thing about it is it does seem to have a lot. Like the menu system um, is very involved. Now it, it does take a while just to kind of get used to it all. Let's say if you're used to just alt space, which is a little bit cleaner, not necessarily perfect, but a little more simple in its presentation and execution. And then when we come over to Rec Room, it's like, whoa, <laughs> there's so much to kind of interact with. So, and that's part of like um, Rec Room's ability to like be creative and expansive. And so there's a kind of a trade-off to that. Um, so I think for some, it was kind of a little bit of a hurdle. We were trying to encourage people, like, get through that hurdle because you will enjoy it. Get through the – like, again, not trying to, you know, beat a dead horse about New York City, but get through the traffic, get through the parking and all the, the noise and the chaos because ultimately there's a destination to be had. So in the same way with Rec Room, we're trying to encourage people to get through those hurdles, get through all whatever their, uh, you know, initial impressions are to get into the deep side. And that's really where I've heard at least a couple of times people go, oh – this is actually pretty cool. So you heard, you got the light bulb moment of getting through those initial hurdles and being like, oh, I get this. Oh, this is fun. Oh, I see why we're here. And so for those that have made it past all of that, I think they're enjoying it. But um, Alice and Colas, tell us about what's going on in Rec Room right now. What are we building? What are we doing? What are some unique things you've implemented? Uh, how do you see the, the community responding to Rec Room? Uh, just your general thoughts. Alice first and then Coldest general thoughts um i mean it's it's been a positive one in terms of what's being built and things in there we meet in a central clubhouse and then go to another location so even if people are kind of rushing around there's always that central base to go and meet at which is one of the things we can do and another thing people can do is they can go in visit the world if they wanted to um, while we're not here, whereas in alt space that was a bit harder because there was no search system. So one other thing that adds to the UI, you can search for rooms and go to experiences without anybody being in the room. You can just search for a room and there's so, so many 
Um, and you can do that as a group, which is different to alt space was obviously. Um, and then I'm just I'm just really enjoying doing the world builds and the implementation of community hours. I think that's been really important both with some of the games that Simeon has been creating some experiences with circuitry for us and so that flip between games and then a taught sermon I think has been really good for both this teaching team and the community itself because they're getting to know each other it takes a bit of pressure off those teachers and us as world builders but as well I mean just generalizations no yeah no just yeah we yeah. just wanted some some uh perspective on it and um yeah. alice alluded to community sundays so we have a new format we're experimenting with that we actually i i enjoy and we haven't done like a uh, maybe a survey to see how people are uh, what they think about our new format so every other week we change the format so first and third sundays at vr church are sermon sundays so those focus on bible teaching we come in we're gathering we're, we're focusing on learning from scripture uh, the second and fourth Sundays are focused on communities. We call them community Sundays. We're going to gather together. We're going to connect. We're going to perhaps even serve the community, like Rust, the Rust Church. Uh, one time went around, you know, um, handing out materials for for players who needed to craft or who needed to, uh, you know, get ready for the wipe day, uh, for a PvP wipe day. And so um, that's how our format's been going. And at first, there's a maybe couple of rumblings oh i don't like this you know we should be teaching every week but i think in my perspective at least and correct me if i'm wrong alice or coldest is the reaction seems to be this is positive oh we get to connect more than we have in the past because time is limited as much as we would love to you know do bible teaching every week or every day and have community hours every every week or every day you know time is limited we're all involved in school work family all these other things and so i think this new format's uh, serving us well um but yeah so i just wanted to talk about you know alice's uh, uh when she alluded to community hours but uh coldest um how's your experience been in rec room uh recently and what do you what do you think about it it's been surprisingly fun i didn't uh to be completely honest, I didn't have many expectations uh, when Altspace uh, shut off and we pretty much had to move. I have, um, you know, at that at that point, I had tried Reg Room before, but I didn't really delve into it. And, you know, the more time I'm spending into the thing, I am enjoying it more and more. The building is, like, amazing. Um, some of the worlds are super cool, too, and super fun. And you know, yeah, it has its flaws, obviously. Like the little kids are <laughs> one of them. Um, but the whole platform it's it's pretty fun and I honestly think it is uh, way better than Aspace. Yeah, I think there's uh yeah, I, I agree with that assessment as well. And it's it's definitely fun, it's definitely cool. Uh world building, the games, and people just need to, to check it out to experiment, experiment, explore. Uh, all that it has to offer. And uh, yeah, Rec Room is very unique. And our, our mission hasn't changed, even though our platform has. Mission still remains the same. 
And that's to cultivate these loving spiritual communities across the metaverse. That's our goal and our vision where people uh, from all walks of life feel safe and uh, feel comfortable to come in, to connect, to, to explore their faith, to grow in it, and to experience uh, faith in a new way, like with these world builds. That's such a unique way where we connect scripture and spirituality with individuals. And it really enhances our faith. You know, we think about in the past, you know, as Bible teaching, when it, when it arrives on radio or perhaps on television, how it enhanced the listener or the viewer, uh, these smartphone apps that delivered the Bible uh, to your phone, how that's enhanced people's spirituality. And so in the same way, we're going through a new renaissance where the metaverse is enhancing people's faith and they're growing and they're experiencing things in new ways. And so that's what we're going to continue to do, even though even though the platform has changed. And we're going to continue to dive into Rec Room. And let's take some final thoughts here. I'm going to give my final assessment um, about the future. Because we talked about where we've been. We're talking about where we are right now. And let's talk about like the future prospects. What do we think about VR Church? And, um, and there's no right or wrong answer, because obviously we don't know the future. Uh, but where do you see us going when it comes to Rec Room or, and or other platforms? Um, and uh, with Rec Room particularly, the influence of Rec Room and the future of our religious experience, our spiritual experience, and um, any specific goals or visions perhaps that you have, um, Alice, about uh, the future of Rec Room. But uh, for me, just kind of looking towards the future, um, I think that what we said earlier about Rec Room being the dark horse of the metaverse is this idea that um, the best of the metaverse is probably going to be Rec Room or something similar to it. Uh, I think VR Chat's great. I just don't know that they have a good handle on moderation and hacking. And I know Rec Room you know, has their hacking issue, but VR Chat, from a user perspective, seems to be not ready for the masses. It's a fantastic experience, by the way. Don't get me wrong. I love VR Chat. It's so unique. Uh, there's nothing like it. You go in there and you experience uh, these avatars in these worlds. Uh, but from a stability mass adoption standpoint, uh, VR Chat has a ways to go. Um, all, obviously, Allspace has, has closed their doors. Horizons is trying to build. And I think that's why I say Rec Room is the dark horse. It is kind of like unexpected. They're not coming from Google. They're not coming from Meta. They're not coming from a big technological com company. Um, they, are, they arrived up and they are just such a unique and uh, special platform. And I think for to some degree, and I don't know exactly what this means, but they're future proof. Like they've built themselves to last a long time. And so that's what I'm really uh, looking forward to is for me and the future of VR Church and Rec Room is to continue in Rec Room and to go on, go on the journey with the platform and to see where it takes us. Uh, but that's just my thoughts. Um, Alice and Cole disagree or disagree or give us some perspective on where we're going and what you think about Rec Room in the future and all that. Alice first, coldest next. Yeah, I mean, I see it going for a while. Obviously, everything has its end, but I can't really see it in the near future. Um, but I think the experiences that are going to get bigger and more animate and just something unique, like we've not experienced on other platforms before, just, just because of the capabilities are getting better and better and more advanced, just the things that we can do there as we learn and grow. And I think there's going to be people there who maybe 
hate church or don't like church at all coming along to ex the experiences just because they're cool experiences to have and then they're going to be learning and finding community where people love having them around and everything so i think that's kind of where the community's going on there mm. that's good uh coldest what are your thoughts i pretty much agree i i think i need to uh, i need to add uh, that VR chat is definitely uh, harder to navigate. There are way more things, and those things are harder to read and to understand than in Rec Room, definitely. So at the end of the day, for your regular guy, I think your regular guy is gonna be is gonna feel more comfortable in Rec Room most times, I would assume. And so. Um, this, you know, as in many other cases, uh, I think it uh, creates a difference between the type of people you are bound to expect to find in Reg Room and the type of people you are expecting to find in VR chat. And as such, the people attending are going to be different and, and the experience at the end of the day is going to feel a little bit different. And that is completely okay. Because, you know, um, you, you mentioned uh, Rusty Charts before, and that is exactly what I'm doing with uh, with Rusty Charts. It is definitely the, the most uh, casual experience, and I am rolling with that. I, I need to embrace that. The platform is begging for me <laughs> to do the thing in a very casual way. That is completely okay. And the thing is, um, um, you know, maybe it's not like the thing you are looking for. And if it's not, just just try another platform. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. It does make sense. And uh, yeah, I agree with your assessment about VR chat. Um, and it's a more complicated in, in many different ways. And yeah, they definitely need to, if they want to keep up, if they want to have that longevity that Rec Room does, uh, they need to up their game as far as moderation, security, stability, all those types of things. Because it's yeah, it's definitely. a platform where, sure, we could have that. We could have a hacker come in rec room, but I feel like in VR chat we will have a hacker. We might in rec room, but we will in VR chat. And there's like yeah. such a difference now. And we're used to it. We're used to hackers, trolls, you know, all that stuff. We kind of just been rolling with that for years. But um, as we, so as a metaverse church, that's normal for us. I guess I'm looking at it from the perspective of an outsider coming in like a church that's like all right let's let's get a, a metaverse campus going and they step into the world of vr chat and their eyes are huge like saucers like what is happening <laughs> you know bart simpson's oh you know rocks by and then you know all the pg-13 plus elements that are just kind of rolling around there um but <laughs> so in the past i've told people hey check out all space let that be your first uh, metaverse experience but now it's it's rec room Definitely need to go in there first, check it out, get used to it, um, and I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. And the accessibility, again, to to repeat this, the accessibility of Rec Room. Uh, you might not have a VR headset, but you have a smartphone, you have a console, you have a PC two two D version. You're good to go. There's no limit. There's no excluding anyone from the experience. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, any final thoughts about? Anything Rec Room you got in your brain? You're dying to, line, dying to let people know. Um, Alice, you'll go first. Uh, coldest, you'll go second. Um, I'll give mine my final thoughts. It's just, and it's really anything. Uh, I just really enjoy the games of Rec Room. 
paintball, their unique uh, laser tag co-op story, maybe not story driven, but story experiences. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. You can just go into rec room and just kind of do anything you want to do, hang out, play, um, go bowling. Um, it's, I think it's a great platform and, uh, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts about it. But, um, Alice and Coldest, what do you think? Any final thoughts before we head out? Um, I, I really like Rec Room. Not, I can't always put into words why I like it, but once I've been there and spent time with the people on the platform, there is kind of a warmness towards it that I can't really describe in a logical sense, but it's something you need to go and experience to see that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I I think I just want to say uh, I just want to recommend to everybody to take your time and experience things slowly because you can get overwhelmed really easily. So take your time. It's completely okay. Do your thing. Check, you know, click on the buttons, whatever, <laughs> and uh, try to discover everything and, and enjoy yourself. Oh, that's beautiful advice. And we'll leave everyone with that <laughs> wisdom and knowledge. Uh, thanks, uh, Alice and Coldest, for hanging out today, uh, giving us an update on what's going on with our church and rec room. And thank you to our sponsors, Digivangelism and ChurchBlock.io. And we're going to be back soon, I, I believe. And I know our podcast schedule can change, but Alice, we're going to delve into your story, uh, the future queen of hell. And that's going to be fun. Looking forward to connecting with that. I think Alina is on a, like a mini vacation. Pastor Alina is. And so she'll be back. We'll get the whole crew together and we'll reminisce a little bit, catch up and then delve into Alice's story. That'll be fun. So stay tuned for that. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, see you later, Alice. See you, Coldest. Thank you. See, you, see you in a few hours. Yeah. Yes, yeah, see you in a few yeah. hours. See you in a few hours. See you, boys. Bye. All right, take care, everybody. Bye. I just want to be the best at what I know Better than the rest, just watch me grow Put me to the test and watch me go This is my quest, I'ma make it known